0: This episode is from the Philippine Nerds podcast. If you like what you hear, follow Philippine Nerds on your podcast app for a deep dive into pop culture in the Philippines.
1: That's an arena of around 10,000 Filipinos lang naman screaming for their favorite K-pop artists. But that's just one concert, and the Philippines has hosted many of them year after year.
0: Oh oh. Alam niyo ba na sa dami ng K-pop fans sa Pilipinas ngayon, isa tayo sa countries with the most fans in the world? That's according to research data from Twitter and Blip, a private research organization.
1: Sino ba namang mag-aakala when about 10 years ago, we never would have imagined that our music tastes would shift like this? Let's look at how K-pop has made a mark on Filipinos' hearts, minds, and wallets. (laughs) I'm Nina Toralba, nakapag-barricade
0: na sa K-pop concert. And I'm Mark Casillant. At ang bias ko sa TWICE ay si Momo. Welcome to Philippine Nerds Season 1. How do you need to know about K-Life? A podcast on all things K-culture. Brought to you by SMART. Live your passion with purpose with SMART Prepaid. And powered by Puma Podcast.
1: Let's get nerdy about K-pop. Before BTS and all the Korean idols we know and love today, there was a very popular K-pop song that snuck up on us. Bakit snack up? Kasi hindi natin alam noon na Korean pala siya. Maski ako recently ko lang to nalaman eh. Ikaw Mark, oh? I'm sure hindi mo to namalayan noon. We all thought it was in Spanish mm. or some other language. Paano ba naman yung kasabayan niya, yung aserehe ng last ketchup? <laughs> so, hulaan mo to ha. Dan, na 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 that's Answer the Phone by Shim Mina, released in 2002. O diba, mga chikiting pa lang tayo nun. Diba
0: madalas yung pinapatugtog sa mga kids' parties dati?
1: Yup, and we even had a Filipino version of this song by singer-actress Roxanne Barcelo. But it wasn't until the late 2000s na talagang masasabi nating nag-umpisa nang pumatok ang K-pop in the country, with us recognizing that it was K-pop. And it was mostly thanks to these two songs. Super Junior Sorry Sorry! Take it away, Mark!
0: Sorry, 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 sorry Nigga, 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 nigga Padja, Pa padja, pa baby And Wonder Girls' Nobody
1: Alright, the microphone is I want nobody, nobody but you I want nobody, nobody but you Go, Nina, go, Nina Can I nobody, nobody be with another? I don't want any other I want nobody, nobody Nobody, nobody Woo! kailangan talaga na tayo for real kapag pwede na ulit. Omar <laughs> <ikaw> muna
0: <laughs> okay according to Universal Records Super Junior's album was the first K-pop album to top the charts here in the Philippines they were slowly building a loyal following here
1: dagdag ko lang din that Super Junior paved the way for K-pop concerts in the Philippines but more on that later
0: yeah on the other hand Wonder Girls Nobody became a worldwide sensation When an English version of it came out, it became the first K-pop song to enter the Billboard Hot 100 many celebrities covered the song on noontime shows and even the famous Cebu dancing inmates performed it
1: lahat naman tayo, nagparty non-stop to nobody and sorry sorry these two songs are examples of yung tinatawag na hook songs mm-hmm. which are made to be easy for anyone to enjoy with their catchy and repetitive lyrics tapos meron din silang point dance which in K-pop refers to the signature move in a song kaya tignan mo kapag may nagsabi ng mga salitang sorry sorry chances are yung kausap nila will start rubbing their hands together <laughs> as popularized by Super Junior. Tapos, kapag narinig mo na yung Nobody, 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 nobody ba? You're also gonna hear <claps> And if you're thinking, grabe, sobrang layo naman sa mga complicated core yun ng K-pop ngayon. Well, even the idols themselves back then weren't too sure that their hook songs would be a hit. But K-pop really started going global with these hook songs, and point dances, so obviously it worked out naman in the end. <laughs> On the other hand, however, hindi lahat was instant fan ng K-pop when it was gaining popularity here in the Philippines. In fact, fans from the early days had a rough time. Let's hear from a Super Junior fan, an ELF or Everlasting friend who is now working in one of the biggest events companies in the country.
2: Hi everyone, um, my name is Darlene Kang and I'm the operations manager from Pulp. Being a fan in the early years came with discrimination from the society. So I was mostly seen as young nerd, the geek. It was only enjoyed by a niche market at the time, but I was proud to be one. I didn't care what others say as long as I was enjoying it and it made me happy. So in addition, being a K-pop fan at that time wasn't easy. Because we had to endure watching video contents that are of low quality sa YouTube. Then we had limited access to merch. We were so happy with anything na fan-made. Basta may printed na picture ni bias or ni Idol group. And I remember even buying those pirated CDs online with Super Juniors variety shows. Because it was really hard to find in the internet.
1: Maski yung mga English subtitles, fans yung gumagawa nun. Kasi back then... K-pop wasn't as geared towards international audiences as it is today. At most, the big goal outside of Korea in the early years was to make it big in China and Japan. That's why some K-pop groups have Chinese subunits as well as special Japanese albums bukod sa Korean releases nila. Noon din, madalas kang makakarinig nung pangaasar na Bakit ka nakikinig ng K-pop? Eh, hindi mo naman naiintindihan yung lyrics So, fans were kind of pressured to keep it on the down low And for some, like myself I ended up going on hiatus as a fan Because there just wasn't much support outside of our small communities Oh man Well, nakatipid lang nga ako dun <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's one positive that came out from there
1: Eh, zero out of ten Too sad Would not recommend yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, so di pa siya cool nun, di ba, to the majority. As with anything foreign, my slight resistance sa simula. But consistent effort and exposure opened up the space for more Korean content. And of course, who can forget our pambansang croncro? Krong? Sandara Park from Girl Group 21 was instrumental to the growth of K-pop in the Philippines. We all knew Sandara from her Star Circle Quest days and her hit song in or out even before she became a K-pop idol dito na siya lumaki.
1: 11 years in the Philippines, ba? And, dala-dala niya pa rin yun hanggang ngayon from her vlogs to her Twitter and IG posts, even on Korean TV. oh
0: yeah, yung sa mga variety shows. There
1: was a very funny recent one na, ano nga ulit yung context nun?
0: They're acting out something, tapos parang drama siya. Ah, oo, oh, oo. Oh, tapos, oh, oh. lumabas yung pagka parang nagbumura siya in Filipino <laughs> or something.
1: Hindi, hindi. <laughs> na, hindi siya nagmumura, <laughs> pero akala nila nagmumura siya kasi hindi nila maintendahan. Ah, oo,
0: oh, nag lang siya in Filipino.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> Filipino na pala so, yung default niya.
0: of us, one of
1: us.
0: <laughs> so because of her, we got to know Twenty One, Big Bang, and a lot of other artists. At dahil may familiar face na sa K-pop. Unti-unti nating binuksan ng ating mga puso sa Korean music.
1: But while we're talking about K-pop shaking the world, breaking internet records, and launching huge dance crazes pre-TikTok, hindi natin pwedeng makalimutan si Sai.
0: Oh, Nina, I got this.
1: You know, let's go! Oh,
0: Pagang Nam style! Hey, Woo! Sexy lady! Go Mark! Oh. Go, Mark! Go, Mark! O gangnam Style!
1: (laughs) Okay, Sai is far from your typical flower boy idol. Nagsimula siya sa career niya in 2001 as an independent hip-hop artist, was known in Korea in the early years for his explicit lyrics, and he's not out to charm you with his good looks. But he did make the world laugh with Gangnam Style.
0: Pero bakit siya pumatok sa buong mundo? Three things. Humor, a catchy melody... And a wacky dance. That was his secret recipe to having the first video on YouTube to reach 1 billion views way back in 2012. Nice! Fun fact, did you know that Gangnam Style first became viral in the Philippines before it spread to the rest of the world? That's what researchers from Hungary and the U.S. found out when they studied viral videos using Twitter data and Google Trends.
1: (laughs) You're welcome, world. From the social media capital of the world, Philippines! Pinoy pride! And as of this recording, (laughs) Gangnam Style is still within the top 10 most viewed videos on YouTube with 4 billion views. It was really a landmark moment that further pushed K-pop into popular consciousness. And as for Psy, may sarili na siyang label ngayon, ang P-Nation, which manages artists such as Jessie, Dawn, and Hyona, who, by the way, started her career with Wonder Girls pre-nobody. Pero balik muna tayo sa K-pop boom dito sa Pilipinas. As mainstream media picked it up, people started to see parodies on its Showtime, and Bubble Gang even had its own parody group, the Wonder Boys.
0: Yeah, meron ding mga comedians si Mikey Bustos, pati na rin si Bogart the Explorer.
1: And the more that K-pop became part of our culture, from idols na naging endorsers ng local brands to super talented fans who formed their own dance groups to cover K-pop songs, the more artists and musical styles we fell in love with. Many people first get introduced to K-pop through bubblegum pop. Diyan nun ang nakilala ang TWICE at Girls' Generation. But there are also touches of other genres, like hip-hop, that's 2PM and 4Minute. And then there's rock in the songs of Day6 and Dreamcatcher. Tapo siempre, the kind of music that everyone loves today, which is a little funk and soul.
0: Cause ah, I, ah, I'm in the stars, stars tonight, tonight. Ah. so watch me bring, bring the fire, set, set the night light. Light. Hey. Shining through the city with the little fucking soul. So light it up like dynamite. Whoa. Whoa.
1: Where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> of course, that's the one and only BTS, arguably the biggest band in the world right now. For sure, this Grammy-nominated seven-member boy group has millions of fans all over the world. They call Army, which stands for Adorable Representative MC for Youth.
0: Pero bakit nga bang fans ng BTS? We asked the heads of local fan club Bangtan Boys Philippines why they got hooked themselves.
3: Hi po, I'm Kiara from Depacity, Batangas. Nag-focus po ako sa social media accounts, Facebook and Instagram. Katulad nga po ng sabi ni Namjoon, leader of BTS, music transcends language. Nag-focus po sila sa mental health and physical struggles and desires, dreams and hope, which for us, our it is very um inspiring and motivational po. Ako talaga, super naging motivation ko sila to be a better version of myself. Kasi yung mga music nila, parang hindi lang siya yung bastang about love story, yung mga usual. Pero there's something
1: in it na about sa mga life lessons. Totoo nga, their music has carried these relevant and inspiring messages even before and lalo na ngayon during the pandemic. Pero syempre may party vibes pa rin to get us through the bad times. Ikaw naman Anne, bakit magusto ang BTS? Hi, I'm Ann Pineda
4: from Bulacan and I am handling the social media, especially the Facebook account. I agree with Kiara. For me, kaya ko sila nagustuhan is about their personality first. Panguna kong napanood is yung interviews. Oh. Habang pinapanood ko sila parang, "Ah, okay, they are not the typical type of artist na nagpapabulaklak kapag interview."
0: Totoo no? Parang lalo kang draw into them kapag nagbibigay sila ng interviews or pinapakita nila yung personalities nila sa mga reality shows and live streams nila. Sobrang endearing, comforting, mm-hmm. nakakatuwa. But what about K-pop in general? What is it about this genre that captures us Pinoy's?
4: Ang napansin ko po kasi with K-pop is maganda yung connection nila with the audience. Like after nilang mag-release ng songs, meron din silang follow-up na mga um, TV shows so hindi nila binibitawan yung fans nila or yung audience nila na parang uh, pagbabalik na kami tsaka lang ulit kami magpaparamdam hindi kami
1: naiiwan nila even musically, I think K-pop is also about reaching out to the audience. Kasi nga, diba, There's something for every musical taste. Uh-oh. At ang mga kanta at performances nila, they're made to really show off the talents that idols train hard to perfect. And from just a handful of fans in 2008, 2009, now there are thousands more of us. Data from Spotify shows that K-pop songs are a regular on Filipinos' weekly charts. So what is life like for a fan? More on that after the break. What have we learned about being a K-pop fan so far? Alam na natin that idols like to connect with their fans even beyond the music. And fans actually love to reciprocate this connection. Kaya nga, they stream the latest songs, they vote on music charts, mm-hmm. they watch their idols on variety shows, and maskisa live streams where the idols really get candid. Sa salita, it takes a lot of commitment. Oh, man. And it really takes up <laughs> a fan's whole day. At least, that's the case for Anne. From the moment
4: na ibuka ko yung mata ko, parang, okay, pagkuha ko ng cellphone, shing, Suga.
0: Suga is Ant's bias, or favorite member in BTS.
4: Tapos, until matulog ako, TikTok. Tapos sa TikTok ko, yung mga For You page
1: pa is BTS din. So, I think 101%. Bukod sa entertainment value, I think nakakaranas din tayo ng empathy and relatability sa mga K-pop idols kasi no one ever becomes a successful K-pop idol by accident. Mm-hmm. Many idols also go through several years of extensive training. So we really feel for them and their hard work.
0: Fans of the same artist also come together by joining fan clubs. It's where people get to find new friends. So let's hear from March. She's an admin of IU Philippines, which is a local fan club for singer-songwriter IU. Unlike many K-pop artists, IU is a solo act. But she's a superstar in the industry. And even in the Philippines, her first concert immediately sold out when tickets were released. Here's Marge and her fan club story.
5: Before D naman ako sobrang outgoing. Parang dito sa IU Philippines, na build yung social effe. May nagagulat yung mga tao. Hala, nag-K-pop, K-pop ko pala. mo. <laughs> Sabi ko, siguro, ano, talaga, de- depende sa environment. Pag gusto mo ginagawa mo, ba? Kasi parang before, nahihiya ka na mag-approach sa iba mong friends na, ay, din pala siya, Pero kapag meron kang fan club na gather sa mga tao, parang easy na lang siya. Yung mga mahihayin, pag susunod na gathering, ang ingay na dami kong kilalang ganyan eh. We build friendship. I think that's the most important with this fandom. Ako, isa ako dun sa mga taong nakagayin talaga ng friends with this fan club. Siguro mga 50% ng friends ko or 60% na friends ko galing sa ayo
1: Philippines. <laughs> Ganon yung part niya sa akin. Fan clubs are also a way to celebrate important events and do good deeds in the name of their idols. For example, different fan clubs take part in the Philippine K-pop convention. Before the pandemic, there would be a big event every December. Every club had a booth where you could buy merch and participate in giveaways. Pero sa panahon ngayon, all their activities have been online.
0: May pa-games din at contests. But most importantly, all proceeds will go to the NGOs Gawad Kalinga and POS.
1: And clubs also do independent charity work. Here's Kiara. Again, she's one of the heads of Bangtan Boys Philippines. So last year po, syempre ang mga typhoons na
3: dumaan po here sa Philippines. So approximately we gathered 4 million pesos po. As yung buong Philippine fanbase po ng BTS, kumbaga parang hindi lang kami fanbase na nagsusupport sa BTS para sumikat sila here sa Philippines, but nakakatulong din kami sa mga kapwa naming Pilipino, kahit
1: hindi sila army. Aside from promoting their idols and fandom in a good light, fan clubs also love to give for another reason. Marge? Ano mo, wala namang sinusweldo dito eh! Deo parang ganun yung may isip mo. Pero
5: siyempre idol mo mapagbigay nagdo-donate ng mga billion-billion iba ikaw din
0: may isa pang pagkakakilanlan sa K-pop fans
1: oh sige ano yun?
0: Marupok. Ah! Guilty. <laughs>
1: Marupok sa merch, sa albums. Alam mo, we do have a couple of interesting stories to share about their history dito sa Pilipinas. These days, kung gusto mo ng K-pop album, makakabili ka sa mga online shop ng kapwa mafan or pwede kang magpapasabay sa kakilala mo sa Korea. But Darlene says that back then, we got our albums differently.
2: Nag-produce din kasi ng Philippine version Ng albums that time. So, magaharaon ng album launching event sa Astro Plus or Odyssey at that time. It actually looks just exactly like the Korean version, except it's called yung pH version because it was released and produced here.
0: Yep, that was back when we mostly bought our CDs and DVDs from the physical stores of Astro Plus and Odyssey. And at one point, nagkaroon pa sila ng mga dedicated racks para lang sa K-pop.
1: And when it comes to merch, there was a time when lightsticks weren't a thing. Kanya-kanyang gimmick yung mga fans to flash their idol's official color during events. Minsan, magkakaroon ng limited edition lightstick na binabenta lang during a specific tour. Then, in 2018, by which time uso na yung mga official group lightstick, Filipinos experienced for the first time having their lightsticks synchronized with the show they were attending. It first happened in Super Show 7 in Manila. And nalito pa nga yung mga fans eh. Akala nila nasira yung lightstick nila. Kasi <laughs> nag-on-off, on-off kasabay ng mga kanta. But that's actually how they do concerts in Korea.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> and well, speaking of concerts... Balikan natin yung pinakaunang major K-pop concert here in the Philippines by the first K-pop act to perform at the Smart Araneta Coliseum, Super Junior Super Show 2 in 2010. Ta-da-da-da. And there's a super intriguing story behind this din ah. Darlene, how did Pulp make this happen? So I believe first, the
0: sister
2: of Miss Happy, she was a fan of Super Junior. Happy Sego is the current
1: COO of Pulp Live World.
2: And then she introduced Super Junior to Miss Happy and then Miss Happy fell in love with Super Junior as well. So during that time, Sir Vernon was courting Miss Happy and then Pop Life World was already a production company bringing in various metal or rock concerts. Vernon Go is
1: Pulp's president.
2: And when Miss Happy wanted to bring Super Junior here in the Philippines, Sir Vernon helped her out, of course, siempre. niya si Miss Happy at that time and he wanted to impress her. So they really did their best, They nila lahat para convince Yung sa Korea, yes, kaya namin gawin dito yan. Yes, may fans here in the Philippines. So, talagang without yung efforts talaga nilang dalawa, hindi mangyayari yung Super Show 2 in Manila.
0: At ngayon, mag-asawa na si happy at Vernon. Amazing. Love brought K-pop to the Philippines pala talaga. Pero, ituloy natin yung kwento.
2: Nung time na yon everyone was so excited to hear about the news. Because at that time, it wasn't common to see Korean artists come in the country. So, everything was like, firsts talaga, the grand production left so many in awe because Korean concert productions are of a different level compared to other concerts talaga, so I think it really set the bar as well I believe it opened many doors and hopes in the hearts of each K-pop fan because now, they could one day hope to see their favorite group come and hold concerts in the country so my possibility na so parang, ah, hindi lang super junior baka next time yung favorite ko naman yung ting.
0: K-pop concerts are kind of different from other concerts. From fans to ticketing to freebies and fan projects, iba yung experience. Nakapunta na ba kayo ng BTS concert, Ann and Kiara?
4: I am a quarantine baby army. <laughs> Pero I've been to 21's concert, yung huling-huling concert nila dito sa Philippines. My experience dun sa physical concert is... Nakakatuwa kasi may palibri silang banners. Tapos, syempre hindi mo kilala yung mga katabi mo. Pero kapag tumutugtog na sila or kumakanta na sila, kahit yung VCR palang, lang, iba yung feeling na parang gusto mong tumalon papunta sa stage para nakunta yeah. na. sila. Ganun yung pakiramdam. Tapos, sabay-sabay lang kayong kumakanta and nag-e-enjoy. So, parang with that music, uh, parang naging connected kayo lahat. Parang, ah, ikaw, sinong bias mo? Parang, ayun, nakachikahan na. So, at the end of that night, meron ka pang ibang friends. Bukod dun sa friends, kasama mo talagang manood.
1: Fan clubs also take charge of fan projects o yung mga surprise events ng fans para sa idols on concert day. At kinakarir talaga nila ang mga to. They design and print banners for as many people as possible. They organize photo ops and video greetings for the idols outside the concert venue. And then, there are some fan projects that really go the distance. Marge, ano yung naging pakulu ng Ayu Philippines noong Love Poem Tour in 2019?
5: nag kami noong app na ginawa naming lightstick kasi hindi lahat may lightstick ni Ayu kasi nga hirap siyang mabili. wala hindi siya nakapagdala ng pag-international concert, ba?
1: Lakas na mga Yuena! By the way, Yuena is what Ayu's fans are called and it means, you love me. Tapos, what else ba? yung
5: binili naming mga item for Ayo na pwede niyang i-uwi. Siyempre, Philippines. Gimit kami ng jeepney, as yung tertiary na stuff toy. Tapos, poems na dinigay natin kay Ayo.
0: Todo effort din ng stage production ng pop for concert day. Can you describe it for us, Darlene?
2: K-pop concerts are usually on a much bigger scale compared to other foreign acts. Each production stage is different per show. We usually replicate what was done in Korea because of course yung kick-off show nila will always be in Seoul and then we want to bring that here in the Philippines. You wouldn't even think on how those effects and stages are made possible. We usually need to build a scene background, for example, a classroom, a bar-restaurant scene, or sometimes bring in a whole set from abroad just to be used for one or two songs. So that's something really crazy. I think the biggest K-pop event I've worked on would be on EXO concert. We have been holding multiple two-day concerts for EXO for years now. And their concerts become more jaw-dropping talaga every passing year.
0: Eh ito, I'm sure our listeners are curious as well. Have you worked with BTS, Darlene?
2: So I was able to experience working with two BTS concerts, which was in 2016, Epilogue in Manila, and 2017, The Wings Tour in Manila. The Wings Tour was a two-day sold-out show. So, talagang, first of all, super, super big talaga ng BTS fandom here in the Philippines. Lahat ng show nila here was sold out. And then, we had fan activities then during the tours yung isa was high touch so you get the chance na high five sa artist mismo so yes oh my god ma-touch nila yung BTS and then yung sa sound check naman is you get to see the artist rehearse a few of their songs for the concert so usually here, yung hindi pa yung naka-costume yung artist, parang yung yung behind the scene na makikita mo as a fan. Parang nagulat talaga sila na wow, ang laki ng market talaga here and ang dami nilang fans here in the Philippines. So parang they really loved coming here din talaga.
0: Siyempre, may special connection ng BTS with the Philippines from the very beginning. Tayo ang una nilang pinuntahan for a concert tour outside of Korea and Japan. And we were even the first crowd to have a lightstick project for them. This was back in 2014, nung rookie group pa lang sila.
1: Yeah, that was during the Red Bullet tour. Galing-galing. And grabe sana all nakakaharap yung idol, no? Mark, what would you do if na-meet mo yung BTS in person? Um,
0: uh, handshake yan, <laughs> ngiti-ngiti. What
1: Yun lang? <laughs>
0: Tapos giggling on the side. sa harap oh, mo eh. Uh, parang ayoko silang ma-disappoint. Ah!
1: <laughs> Grabe, sorry naman. Masyado ata akong confident. Pag namit meet ko yung idol ko face to face, siguro, ewan ko, magre-request ako makipag-duet sa kanila. <laughs> Hindi ako ganun kagaling ha. Gusto ko lang mag-moment. Just Bakit moment ba? No? <laughs> okay, seryos ulit. Before the pandemic, Pop held K-pop concerts at least once a month, averaging about 10,000 attendees, meaning many of these shows were sold out. At hindi lang tayo nakakapuno ng venue, kilala din tayo sa buong mundo as the loudest crowd. From the
2: start hanggang sa end, kahit na 3 r concert pa yan, yung energy ng Filipino fans, hindi talaga to nag-fade. We are very synchronized and singing together with the idols. And this never ceases to amaze the artists. And then, we always say then that the people are very hospitable and very warm. As in, pagdating hanggang pag-alis, yun talaga nila, they feel very welcomed here in the Philippines.
0: Mahal Manila! Ah! So much,
1: that was Sugar during BTS's Epilogue concert in 2016.
0: Now that we're stuck in lockdown, concerts and other activities are moving online. Mm. But Darlene believes these won't replace the live experience. <laughs>
2: Iba pa rin talaga kasi pag live concerts. Kasi the experience is different pa din eh. Hindi mo ma-achieve yung level of happiness mo sa isang live concert compared to an online concert. At saka artists din at the same time. They like to come and meet their fans from different countries compared sa nakikita lang nila sa screen, yung iilan na mananalo sa raffle, yung payang Zoom call type. It's a really different experience when you get to see your idols live na nandyan talaga sa harap mo. And being able to shout and be amongst one in the crowd ng lahat ng co-fans mo. So everyone is just waiting until the day that we are able to hold live concerts again.
0: Till then, we'll probably see more of our idols in endorsements and partnerships with Philippine brands. But at least may presence pa rin sila sa buhay ng fans nila at sa magiging fans pa nila.
1: The thing is, Filipinos love K-pop not just because cute yung idols or magaling silang kumanta at sumayaw. I mean, what comes with liking K-pop, diba? It comes with widening your view of the world, growing with your idols as they learn about social issues, and being aware of the struggles that other people go through, and wanting things to be better. So K-pop can be life-changing. Kiara, how did this happen for you? Talagang yung impact niya sa
3: buhay ko. Kahit pahit ulit ko man sabihin, pero talagang nakaka-inspire talaga and nakaka-motivate sila. It has brought so much joy and colors talaga sa buhay ko, lalo sa mga darkest days ko and I met a lot of people because of K-pop and opportunities talaga to learn it has developed my sense of responsibility my time management and my social skills Nana na-apply ko talaga sa buhay ko outside the K-pop
0: fan life Ikaw naman Anne nakaka-inspire
4: sila in my everyday life kasi yung music nila kapag pinapakinggan mo yung lyrics learn to love yourself ba? parang hindi ka lang niya tina-touch as a fan tina-touch ka niya personally
1: the rise of K-pop in the Philippines isn't slowing down anytime soon. Lalo na ngayon that the target demographic of K-pop is evolving. There are many older fans now who are working adults. They can pay for their own albums and concert tickets. May ilan pang pa nagpapa giveaway sa younger fans eh. Kaya mas marami ng decision makers in the market who have a say in the music that we love and allow the younger fans to embrace K-pop without judgment. This helps more Filipino fans find their purpose, reach their dreams, and live every day with passion and gratitude. Once again, I'm Nina Toralba, and my secret talent is doing the raps in K-pop songs.
0: And I'm Mark Casillan. At ang biased record ko sa TWICE ay si Dubu. Dahyun.
1: Thanks for joining us while we nerd out about Korean culture in the Philippines on Philippine Nerds Season 1. How, How you need, need to know, to know about K-Life. K-Life? Subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Don't forget to subscribe to Smart Communications, Inc. on Facebook and follow at LiveSmart on Twitter.
0: This podcast was brought to you by Smart. Live your passion with purpose with Smart Prepaid. Follow Philippine Nerds on smart.com.ph prepaid. Powered by Puma Podcast.
1: Thank you to Kams Ignacio and Ira Saavedra for sharing their clips of BTS's and EXO's concerts in the Philippines. This episode was produced by Macy Haven and edited by me, Nina Toralba.
0: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts?